the NFL Podcast. Disappoints at Open Mic Night. <laughs> From the Chris Wessling Podcast Studio, it's the Around the NFL Podcast. My name is Dan Hansis. Joined by Greg Rosenthal. Mark Sessler, Tuesday show, baby. A lot to get to, but I want to introduce a new friend of the show, new friend of NFL Network, a woman who, I mean, she's she's changing things. Let's put it that way. She's changing the way the industry operates. Oh. And uh, she hosts a television show. Greg's on it. Maybe she'll overpower him in time, and it'll be her show alone. She's also a Browns fan. Maybe Dan will learn the name of the show. It is NFL Game Day View. (laughs) Rachel Bonetta, welcome to the Around the NFL podcast. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. I don't know where you were going with that. (laughs) I was really excited about it. So, Rachel, um, first of all, so great to have you here. Thank you. I got a text shortly after your arrival at the network from an old friend, Dave Damashek. Hey, fella. I gotta get this Benetta involved. It's really good. It's really funny. So uh, you could thank Dave uh, for this, which I don't know if it's a gift or a burden. It's but. absolutely a gift. I'm such a fan of all of you guys. I just met you two seconds ago, right, and we're right. both big Brownies fans. I can probably learn some things from you. Um, but... Yeah, Damashek is great. Every single person that I've run into in this building <laughs> said the same thing. That's so funny. I feel like I've got a uh, reputation already. But I, I got a similar yeah. text from Damashek. It was the exact same language <laughs> that he said, Dan. So I, it didn't feel. It's actually starting to be. That's a little weird. Almost weird. Oh, you know, you know what is also a little bit weird, and you should know this, Rachel, because yes, Mark is a Browns fan. Yes, but. I wore my socks for him today. Yes, and that's all nice, and that's a great gesture. But you're not the only. my socks. You're not the only Browns fan uh, in the building, and it's a little bit on Mark's radar that there are too many Browns fans connected to NFL media. So there is Greg. Would you say there he might be a, a, like a, a level of tension? Just a little tension. Well, because he he looks at like okay, the producers like got to have someone to talk Browns today, and they're like you know Joe Thomas and Hawkins and Chris Rose, Siciliano, Siciliano. Now Bonetta's in the mix. And it, yeah, it makes Mark less special. They need I to mean, call my, Mark in before they call. <laughs> right. My problem is mostly with Joe Thomas, and uh, oh. you know he and I can, you know, he, he, we can get into that at a different time. But. Here's the thing. Can I just say yes, one thing please. as a disclaimer? I know that it is so annoying that I'm a Browns fan because I've just only been a Browns fan for the last few years, and you, <laughs> sir, have been through some pain. Okay, I experienced like a tic tac of pain, but not what you mm. have. And now I get to enjoy some exciting years. So On the other hand, he I just grew want to say I like know it's annoying. Connecticut. So well, then what the heck? A leafy I, suburb. I, I picked them by choice, so it wasn't in, in a tic tac of pain. I don't wish on you either. So it's like it's not easy. It still isn't. And the idea that people in my lifetime were jumping into the Browns experience, you know, by choice is special. Exciting. And if I knew that would have come back in 26, 2017. Um, I think you're sort of a, like a flag bearer on that front. So there you go. Right. Like you said, I am changing the game. You're changing the game in a lot of ways. Wow. Mark wasn't, that wasn't totally ins- sincere though. Mark, there's a, there's a pain and an anger inside. It might come out later in the show. I mean, the way the show works is, especially when a new person comes on, Greg will, um, you know, he'll cook up four or five pot shots 
then Dan will, and they'll force me into some sort of like angry lather, and I'll go at, go at them, and you'll enjoy it. So I just well, saw we need your... other people for that. <laughs> I just saw his skin tone like turn redder and redder <laughs> when he was saying that. Good for you. Um, all right, so Rachel's here, and it's awesome. And yes, Rachel, a uh, Canadian. I am. I bet a lot of people don't know that. Look at that. Really? It's I feel like now. I talk about it too much. Well, but yes, I am. For the listeners of this show that weren't aware. So uh, at a, there was a time when Rachel picked a team. It was the Brown. And and along those lines, uh, where we are right now in the NFL season, where we are as fan, our own fandom, as everyone knows uh, that listens to the show, I'm in a very dark place with the Jets right now. Oh. Um, what if you were picking a fan ba- or picking a team I'm right not now? I'm that. What was that? I am not doing that. All right. That's I don't need that. Um, <laughs> if we were picking a team right now, who would you pick? And we're all going to kind of share some thoughts on. I'm, I'm legitimately angry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was not it was not a good Sunday. So we're going to do that. And Rachel's going to help us out because Rachel actually has real world experience as an adult woman mm-hmm. you you went <laughs> through it all the second time you've called me an it's adult a, woman a woman i think is in the adult, last like you know, five minutes it's a little theory. strange <laughs> everything's strange um you made that decision that in my twitter bio yes as a, an adult woman you made the decision to go with the browns and we're going to make a decision as adult men and you're still a woman um <laughs> also thursday night football recap of uh thursday night preview i should say packers cardinals and you know what the schedule makers they didn't think this was going to happen. They don't want to give the NFL Network a Thursday night game at this level. They thought, oh, the Cardinals will be an okay team. It's a Fox game, though. It's Fox. Okay, but it's once, still, you once, know what it's once about. they switch it off, you know, they they start going big. All right, schedule. I, I appreciate all right. where you're going with this. Thank you. All right, you're right. It's technically Fox, but NFL Network's all over the coverage. Yes or no? I'm saying they yes. have the NFL Network games early that go Ugh. against baseball, and yes. they give you Jaguars hey. in that. Oh. You, Greg. But yeah. what about oh. once they get to this time of the season, they're going big, the number one show on Greg, TV. Dan, would you like me just to assassinate you right now here in the, like, right here in the middle I of the show? I would like to see it. Just to cap this. Okay. Anyway, Thursday night, it was supposed to be a uh, okay Cardinals team with a great quarterback against the great Aaron Rodgers. Instead, we get two of the best teams in the league, and we're going to preview that game Um and we got Monday Night Football to recap and put a, a cap on week seven. But before that, I just want to uh, play a couple things real quick. A little catch up. We didn't have a chance to get to it um, on Sunday Night Show. But can we get the Jerry Sandusky, uh, not that one, WBAL Ravens play-by-play man and his partner reacting to something crazy going down in the booth? You got that, Ricky? Tyler Boyd has it for a short gain out to the 34-yard line. Again, impressive coverage by Anthony Avery. What are you doing? If you were listening, you heard Femi say, what are you doing, what are you doing? He was not talking to the players or the coaches. We actually had a fan who was trying to climb into the broadcast booth. She said, I'm a veteran and I'm looking for a drink. (laughs) Yeah, I don't serve uh, drinks at the game. I might make some cocktails at home, but this is not the right time or place. You just never know what's going to pop up or who's going to show up on game day. Two things that were awesome about that. One, (laughs) when Sandusky says, hey, what do you do? Or his partner says, what are you doing? And then there's a long pause. We cut it down there. So if you're a listener, like you tuned in to listen to your favorite team, you don't know what happened at that point. What's going on in that booth? A lot of mystery. And then the lady popping in, the woman popping in. Adult. uh, The adult woman popping in. Over 18. Over 21. I'm a veteran. That's pretty ballsy. You got to respect that. Wow. I do. I don't think it's like I feel like like 40 percent of my friends at some stage of um, 
you know, spirits within you might be capable of a similar attempt. Non-veterans, not they are adult males, but <laughs> like maybe climbing into a booth. I think they also. Could see what is this that. like? Uh, Mad Men is the is the booth in Baltimore have like a full liquor cabinet or what's Doesn't going on? Doesn't everyone with that? have like one moment in their lives that they've done something like this? Absolutely. Or is it just me? I did. There was one time yeah. I was at a one. Tr- one is there was one. T- well, one time that stands out. There was probably a few. There was one time I was at a Drake concert and I had to get. There was just too many people on either side of me, and I was on the floor, and I wanted to get out to go get a drink, and I stepped on the wrong part of a folding chair, and the chair <laughs> closed oh, no. on my leg. Oh, no. That sticks out to me. This probably this woman is, you know, That's this was her folding thing, chair man. moment. She's been I mean, through some things. She has used that veteran card a lot. You look, look we love the veterans. Yep. Marines. Love the Marines. sponsor of our TV Freedom show. fighters, bro. But um, that's a step too far using the V card. Like, that's not the time for it. Yeah, well, that's typically not how I've heard the V card. <laughs> Was it a panic V card? <laughs> it's like every once in a while, Chris, you know, our great friend Chris Wesley, he would he would break out the cancer card, like mm-hmm. when when he was recovering, like including like getting in line at a bar or something. Like he wasn't he wasn't shy about it, but you have to be yeah judicious. You have to do it at the right. Should you or if you have the card, use it when you want. If I had a card, if I had any card, I would use it whenever I wanted. I I had a particularly rough. Uh, post uh, college breakup with a girlfriend uh, who was up in Boston and I was living in New York and we all went up there, me and my buddies, because we went to school up there uh, a few months afterwards. And earlier in the day, I had had the lunch with the ex to just say, hey, what's going on? And like, I wanted to get back with her and she didn't want to get back with me. Tough situation. So then cut to later in the night, cut to later in the night, uh, you know, some drinking had been involved and it got... I'm not saying it wouldn't have worked if we got together, but I'm not saying right. it would. Is she still out there? I mean, she's a human woman somewhere. Does she watch? I mean, An adult Dan woman. has kids and is oh, married. Okay, never so. I'm right. still learning about you guys. No, An it's opportune okay. time for you to approach her now. but Anyway, so things got so loose, cut to Faneuil Hall uh, later that night, and I actually lifted an entire bottle of Jack from behind the bar. <gasps> and it was kind of a legendary thing amongst our friends, but had I been caught doing that, the beating of all beatings from a Boston bouncer would have went down. That would be my veteran moment. Uh, I, I think you yet. say, dude, I, I just went through a bad breakup. That's your breakup card. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be so a they B break card my skull. I thought it was yeah. going to be a B card too. Yeah. B card, V card, C card, all sorts of cards. Uh, one other thing, we need to update uh, the situation with the Tampa Bay Buc- Buccaneers fan who was rewarded for giving up Tom Brady's 600th TD. This was a, uh, a hot point of debate. Um, between Greg and Mark on Sunday's show. And, I, you know, I had mentioned, you know, it seems, a $1,000 gift card he got, which is basically, here, we'll give you money to be a walking billboard for us. And it didn't seem like that good a prize for giving back Tom Brady's ball. But it turns out he got a lot more than that, okay? So a team source told ESPN that Byron Kennedy, uh, who's sitting in the end zone, got the ball, will receive two signed Brady jerseys, a helmet, another jersey autographed by Mike Evans and Evans' game-worn cleats, uh, Brady also told the Mannings on the Manning cast that he promised Kennedy that he'd receive one Bitcoin, which had a value of more than 62000 as of Tuesday morning. So in the end, everybody kind of wins. Like the Bucks look like an amazing organization and Brady is cool and the fan is giving and also receiving. Everybody wins, Rachel. No, I, I'm out on this. You're He's out. like, I was watching him this morning. He was like negotiating. Mm, this is different. an important moment in Tom Brady and just football fans lives give the ball back don't negotiate for a bitcoin well he did no, give the ball should, back you right know away who you're dealing with it, first of all this guy he was holding like a, a house in his hands he could buy a house with that ball. sure tom brady has 
literally everything he could want. What 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 is one extra ball? And then you have to watch on the Manning cast. Brady goes on there. And Brady, while well, he pointed that out, and the guy got two years of season tickets too, which is significant. That's pretty good. Uh, really? Brady pointed out like his problem was he just gave the ball back immediately and then started negotiating. It's like I had him where I wanted him then. Like, <laughs> like, what a Brady's, savage. Brady's ruthless. Like, <laughs> ruthless. what does he need with another ball? I think he it would just want another wanna... thing for his little trophy case. He can have anything. He, he says wants he doesn't keep a lot of stuff, so maybe this was important. Wait, you're saying he should not? Ca- this is Greg again. No, not he should caring. want it. I'm saying the guy if if he wanted like if Brady is saying the smart move would have been not to give it to me. I trust Brady in this scenario. Like I, I, I don't need him to do anything out of goodness of his heart. For but this is Brady. why you give things to a small child, uh, not like a sentient man looking to become rich. Adult man. Now Adult man. You got yeah. bitcoins going on, please. <laughs> all right, good stuff. We're all caught up. Let's do some Monday Night Football. They got seven deep in the secondary. Drops back in the end zone after the snap. Gets away from pressure. Runs in the end zone. Stops. Plants. Throws. Far side. It's almost intercepted and complete at the twenty. It goes over to New Orleans on downs, and this baby is over. Ah, Kevin Harlan with the call. Geno Smith had three chances. In three weeks to be a hero, he's still a Sorry, Greg. 13-10, Saints over Seahawks. Geno takes two sacks, throws an incompletion on fourth and forever, and the Saints defense holds, go on to win in a very, very tough football game to watch a game that didn't have a lot of action, didn't have a lot of elite quarterback play. But, Greggy, in the end, the Saints got another win. They've got four of six now to start their season. Yeah, we can get to the Geno of it all maybe in a minute. But the Saints have kind of shown they're going to beat up on anyone that's not a great quarterback. Like Taylor Heineke had his worst game of the season against the Saints. Mm -hmm. Mac Jones had his worst game of the season by far against the Saints. Aaron Rodgers who is a great quarterback, had his worst game of the season against the Saints. And it was impressive to see, like, Demario Davis be this good. Marcus Davenport, who returned and add a lot of juice to that group. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore gave up the big play early, but then, you know, he did much better. He, he was He was on one last night. This I is, see. Like, not many defenses matter. They came in third in DVOA. Like, they are a rare defense that matters, and that's going to give them at least a chance and I think get them to the playoffs. Is it my turn? I don't know what you're talking about. No action happening. Did you not watch Pete Carroll throw his piece of gum on the ground? I don't Agitated. think I've ever seen somebody so mad that they threw their piece of gum. I feel like, are you, are you guys? What, he, what chom- am I he chomps hard. Well, he's I know the, he chomps hard. He's, the emo- I like, he's elite. He's turned gum. it into a solid. Every once in a while. Because it's like, chill. It's like you just want every different type of flavor in these games. And it was close. You didn't know it was going to win. It was ugly. I think it helped that I was watching the Manning cast. But I'm saying, it, to me, it was enjoyably weird and ugly. Like to watch Geno Smith and Jameis go back and forth in a monsoon at first. And it, there's yeah. like no scoring. They're like, I realized as I'm watching this, oh, this will never happen again. Speaking of Jameis, <laughs> you know, if you want to live on the wild side and maybe you're not into like bungee jumping and all sure. that stuff, take Jameis no picks and just see what happens in the Ooh. night. Because I was on my seat, the edge of my seat a few times. Um, I think that, you know what? I just feel really and bad. You got away with it. That I was, got away that with was it. That was your write this down, which is that was my write very this down similar last to week the lock segment. On this on, show on that our, we have on Friday. It's called yeah, Game Day View. Game Day View. Uh, I, our, her lock was Jameis Winston doesn't throw a pick. Came through. 
That's pretty good. Legion of Boo. They're not going to do it. That's pretty good. Well, it I almost mean, happened, I think, a few times. I mean, the last, the last time someone fired a ball at Jamal Adams and it smacked him in the face mask as if he had never seen a football before. They're not exactly ball hawks um, over there in Seattle. You know, I here's the thing, Greg. I did not love it as much because I think... Love is strong like, for what I Yeah, think. I did not like it as much <laughs> I because I think back uh, to a Saints Seahawks primetime game and I think about Drew Brees and Russell Wilson and they're slinging it back and forth. And I thought it was interesting, Mark, how uh, you had Drew Brees on the Manning cast and he is searching for the right way to put it, but it is very hard for him to watch Jameis Winston running his offense. And I just think these are two t- – we know Geno's not Seattle's quarterback, but I don't think Jameis Winston is the quarterback of the future for New Orleans either. Um, so it just was kind of a rough watch. No running game really to speak of, no passing game to speak of, a lot of mistakes and unforced errors. This one is good in the in the rear view for me. Total stopgap action at quarterback on both sides. Um, I can't help but just think about – you know, years from now, will this game have any meaning on the develop- development of myself as a person, who I am? Uh, the answer is absolutely not. <laughs> is that how you look at sports events? I mean, uh, it's hard to, what, but I do. When was I the last believe it, Browns game that, that that would be a yes to? Well, I don't know, Greg. I guess uh, when the Seahawks are operating at four yards per play and the Saints at 4.5 and we're watching a flat earther go 0 for 2 on primetime <laughs> football two weeks in a row, it's a little bit distasteful <laughs> for me. I'm feeling good, though. Um, we have a thing. We fork teams when we don't believe in them anymore. If they're not going to make the playoffs, you got to do it early. You put a I fork f- in them? I forked the Seahawks mm. a solid week ago. And oh, you're in good shape. Because we're meant to agree. Um, and were I to lose that bet a meetup group of My Little Pony Friendship is Magic um, bronies would receive like a, I don't know how much money, a Bitcoin maybe One Bitcoin. Me. Yes. Uh, but that is, I'm not going to be contributing anything because this team is like multiple thousand games out of first place right now and heading nowhere. And I think Pete Carroll said it best that were Russell Wilson not in his life, he All would right. have been yes. ejector seated out of that. Seattle Here- a decade ago. Here's the case. Here's the case for Seattle getting back into this. First of all, the back end of the NFC, not too hot. The front end, loaded. Big-time teams. There's five big-time teams. Then there's some wiggle room in an extra wild-card spot as of last year. They get the Jaguars next, then a bye. So just beat the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Just and beat the Russ. Jaguars with Gino. Like Russ back get Russ bye. back. Russ comes back against uh, Packers and then Cardinals, right? Oh, yeah. So yeah. So you get, the, you get the Jaguars, you get a bye, then you're at Green Bay, home Cardinals at Washington. So you don't come back with a soft schedule, but if you come back with Russ and get some things fixed up, Rachel, then maybe they have a chance to get back in this thing. I just, are you guys all, I know you're married. You're, are you yes, all married. Have, married. Okay, all married. We're learning Great. so okay, much. So you know when your partner leaves, maybe on a work trip and you're like, oh my God, I don't know how to work the laundry machine. I don't know how to make toast. Maybe She leaves, she does Am that. Am I projecting uh, that's like what my Monday boyfriend does? Friday yes. most okay. weeks. So. That's what I feel like happened with this Seahawks team being down Russ. All of a sudden, everyone's just like, oh, Russ has been carrying this team for so long and they had so much drama last year. Is Russ going to leave? Is he going to stay? What's happening? He's going to come back to this team. Hopefully they get a win against the Jags, but you know, it's already kind of been a little bit of an icky situation this year. He's mm-hmm. going to come back to a team that is not flying high with confidence. I know I've seen his little pregame routine where he's out there, and it's the saddest thing in the world. It's the funniest. I got to say, it's the saddest thing in the I world. Uh, so I feel like he's going to come back with a pep in his step, but I just or he's not self-aware. I don't think it. I think well, there's a camera right behind him. I think right. he just doesn't care because he's so into it. 
And I don't know if I respect that or if I'm no, embarrassed he, for him. I don't. I think it is both for the cameras, but in the mindset of a Russell Wilson, life it should be led in front of the cameras. So like, it's genuine, but also forced at the same time. He it's he's got like a but weird thing going. on. Maybe in that two minute drill, though, he actually can like throw the ball on first down or second down. And so that's the thing about Gino. Like, we know who Gino is. He hasn't played above where we expected in these two weeks. He's looked like a, an average backup quarterback mm-hmm. who's going to struggle against the Saints and mm. Steelers. But they are not putting him or any quarterback in Seattle, including Russell Wilson, in a, in a position to succeed. They ran against eight-man boxes. Mina Kimes pointing this one out. I think 11 times in this game, they averaged one yard per play. They were going run-run pass all throughout. Now, Gino, it's not like he engendered confidence, but the, if you're going to just keep putting him in third and nines and third and tens, like, of course he's going to be terrible against one of the best pass defenses This is not the first head the coach league. to do this, though, Greg. Yeah. The reason why they, they're right, playing such a conservative It's not the first time we've seen it out of the Seahawks. He, they have right. been holding Russell Wilson back with this incredibly conservative mindset throughout, and no matter what you think of your quarterback, if, if you believe that he struggles, the thing to do is to throw on first down and then run, and to adapt to the game that is in front of you, which is that we aren't running the ball well at all, that the Saints are a dominant run defense, mm-hmm. maybe the best in the league, and they're killing us. So it it just like Peyton Manning got went crazy about it. I remember when, when they forced the turnover and they got the ball what, on the 30 or whatever uh, in the fourth quarter, Peyton Manning says like, now is the time do not set up second and nine and then third and eight. And it was hilarious because that was exactly <laughs> what it did. Like, now is the time to throw the ball. Do not, like, you are killing me with another one-yard run here. Here it comes, one-yard run. I mean, but to... Another run, one-yard run. Right, but to Rachel's point, the spouse <laughs> is away on a business trip. Yes. Pete Carroll is running the offense he wants to run, and it's a run-stuffing uh, fest for the bros that love run-stuffing festivals. I mean, it's like, that's what's happening. At well, he point. loves it out of the Saints, though? Like, I, where are you? Like, I don't, get the he's ball not, to your I, best I'm players. Just, you know, I mean, it, the strategy wasn't changing at all. I agree they didn't put him in a, t- in a, in a great spot, but it, I think they're stuck with Here's what I think. can't get them out of it, too. Here's what I think. As bad as Seattle's been, Mark, they're going to win next week. They're going to take a bye. Russ is going to come back and win a big game on the road in Green Bay, and you're going to be nervous. That's what I think. I would be nervous because I don't particularly want to see, even with Russell Wilson, the rest of this outfit in a playoff game. But I also don't want to be, you know, forking mm. over a lot of money to My Little Pony supporters. I so. think Can I... What? Go ahead. I was just going to say, you mentioned Mina Kimes. I feel like she was the perfect representation of all Seattle fans this morning. I've never seen her look so sad. She was ready. On TV. Well, I think on a bigger oh, scale. Oh, my heart broke for her. On a bigger scale, I think this could be the end of the Pete Carroll run. And that's the whole idea. It's like, if... He doesn't have a boss. He's been running this organization essentially without ownership since Paul Allen died. And at some point, someone's going to have to make a decision. Do we let Pete Carroll continue to run it or do we try to keep Russell Wilson? Because it's probably one or the other. You guys are writing the obituary too soon. By the way, the Saints, I think, will be in that playoffs. I think Jameis played a lot better than you're giving him credit for. He missed some throws for sure. But Traquan I didn't mention Jameis. Right. You you said two... you know, just ham and eggers that are going to be replaced. Which is I prob- didn't say ham and eggers. You said what? Replace? What did you say? Replacement? Yeah, you line. said I that Gino they're both a flat earther who's not, for yeah, two not long term. Oh, he's <laughs> a stop. Yeah, Jameis <laughs> is a stopgap. Did you hear? I could see Russell Wilson on the I Saints didn't hear next about year. Right. Did you hear Eli just ripping his hair out over the screen, missed screen pass? Uh, oh yeah. At the end of the game, Jameis is—he's James. He, he he's missed still James. I just mean it. It. He's throwing back to back go balls to Kevin White, who's still in the NFL. 
and Kenny Stills. Two perfect throws. Traquan Smith stops on a route early. That's the Jameis experience is you kind of need one of those three throws to come through. All three were on the receivers. He he has a great two-minute drive at the end of the first half. He's not great, but he's an average starter roughly. I, this when year. I say stopgap, go it's because I would imagine that anyone running the show in New Orleans is thinking, do we definitely want to do this next year with Jameis Winston? No. Absolutely not. That's called a stopgap. It's a one-year thing they're trying to figure out. We, okay. I do want to throw in the Manning cast talk because this is the first yes. time I actually gave it a long view. Like, from Bra- the Did Brady, you like it? It was amazing. Yeah. I think it was perfect for this game, which wasn't... A, I think you pay a little less attention to the game, which it could be good or bad. It's a totally different viewing experience. I thought the Brady quarter was like one of the best hours of live TV I've ever seen. <laughs> Whoa. Great. Well, to the point where you're like, <laughs> like the game I was the game was... see the Greg hyperbole coming from a mile he away, and I was so like, weird. he's going to do it. Is he really going to say a, ever? That's a weird thing it's to the say. best TV like, ever. Is it I'm coming? saying, like, okay, sports TV. All right, what, what was better? The, oh the pilot God. of Friday Night Lights, the TV show, I said or live Tom Brady sport, on the like, No, you didn't sports. say live. So you didn't put that in there the first time. That was a Freudian slip. You said best hour. I said live TV. I said live. Like a live. So basically, that's SNL. Greg is like a misquoting machine right now. I can't even keep up with what's happening. Go ahead. Because first of all, they got better. They got better answers in him being natural than anyone ever. They're giving him a ton of ton yes. of grief. He's giving it back. And the the key thing is when they don't have a guest, or when it's a guest like Brady, unlike Breeze, who is not a good guest. They gave more salient and interesting football analysis than entire three hours worth of basically every other broadcast there was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, by stories far, are always great. It, it was, it's and great, the game but... analysis and like how they're breaking down that defense and the fact that like he had been breaking down Paulson Adebo this week because he's playing the Bucks. Like You don't get Brady talking about a defense that he's about to play with all this stuff and like no, he knows how many, many snaps Bradley Roby's taking. He's mm-hmm. telling you what not and what not. All right, who shot JR or that hour? Of, I said uh, live TV and I should have thrown <laughs> sports. Go ahead, Mark. No, I would just say like, like Eric and I, we've watched them, we've tracked them heavily and we were talking. It was my least favorite Manning cast yeah. of them all. Um, wow. So I would suggest if you can, if you was have it your time. Least what was favorite your hour? of television oh, you've yeah. ever watched. It, it is so much better than like 99% of like broadcaster A and B like exchange hideously clunky jokes. But it was of the of the episodes so far the least inspired, I thought. Agree. Can I, can I say that I think that what makes that show really good is for games like that. For me, my experience with the Manicast so far is I check in for about 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. And then I go back to the telecast because I do like, I feel like you're a little disconnected when you're on the manicast yeah. in terms of the moment of the game. Uh, but in a game like that, where the game stinks and you're not really that invested in either team, that's where I was coming from that. I was just settled in with him. I was just like, mm-hmm. Let's and then my dad who's old school. He's at the house right now. And he's like, Danny, what is this? Like, right. well, I don't understand. Like, they're just my talking. What are they talking about? I was, Danny. Like, I was like, dad, they're just talking. They're just shooting. Hang it. That's it. They're yeah. just talking the game. Yeah, my child oh, was whoa. like, oh, what my is God. this? That's, Somebody just fall in That's here? Colleen Wolf's music. <gasps> Let's take a break. Co- Colleen. Hi. Hello. Hello. Walked in. Hi, Connie. Still doesn't know you need to be on microphone <laughs> after all these years. Hi, Connie. Cool how are shirt. you? Hi, you. Connie, do you want to? Yeah. How are you, by Hi. the way? Hi. Good to see you. What's happening? So are you are you on the Tuesday show anymore? or what? I yeah. want to be. You do? I do. You do, because my producer, Erica, has been, she's been saying a lot of no's lately when oh. we check in on you. Are well, you? see, the problem, if we did the show in studio, yes. then I'd be able to be on the show, mm. but I got to drive in here after, and then I miss it because you guys have already started, so. I don't think I've met a busier person. 
Ben Colleen. We lost you, I think. I think we lost her. No, no, I'm here. We got her. I'm late. I'm just a little late, <laughs> but I, I made it. You guys are still recording, right? We, we have not gotten to the TNF. <laughs> we preview, right? stopped we about 30 minutes. We have just been chit chatting. Yeah, if you if you <laughs> wanted to swing back, I don't know if we have the mic set up, but it is great to see you. That it's is, great to see yes. you guys. I plastered myself on the glass over here oh, was a that few you? minutes ago. <laughs> Only Bonetta saw me, so I figured I should just walk in instead. So you guys yeah. get back to what you're doing. Right. I just want to say hello. See how. <laughs> Everybody is. That's your mom. You just heard from my dad. That's that's your mother. Um, All right. I love you. There she goes. The great Connie. Bye, pal. Box. The tiny box. Colleen Wolf. All right. That was nice. Anyway, good stuff. Yep. The Mannings are doing a good job. They found a niche. Good for them. All right. That's that's Monday Night Football. Let's do it. Let's pick a let's pick a fan base from scratch. And um, you know this this. The segment hits home a little bit for me because I was just ranting about the darkness of being a Jets fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like, not doing that. I feel like I am not doing that. I feel like it's been <laughs> it's been a time where uh, of self reflection. And oh, Matt Money Smith on on my program, the Power Rankings, mm-hmm. my uh, satellite show, uh, played back the end of the the episode where I lost it about the Jets and said, "Oh, that's so silly that you would even think to bring your sons into your own sports I'm, fandom." I'm legitimately angry. And um, <laughs> and I'm not. I am not going to make my sons be Jets fans. I'm going to let them do whatever they want. That was always the plan. It's disgusting. But now I'm actually going to push them away and say, do what you want. So when I do this exercise with you guys today, I'm actually going to do it with Jack and Harry in mind. And what we're going to do is go through, I don't know, whatever your thought process is heading into the show. For instance, Mark, what was your thought process on how to pick a fan base or a team from scratch? Well, I really struggled with it, and I have a, a unique solution on how I'm going to... Do we want to stick a pin in it, or do you want to I think we no? should stick a pin in, in that right, All right for the moment. All right, so Miss Benetta. Yes. Now, I, you said you have a boyfriend, so I didn't say Mrs. Yeah. See, we're learning about each other. Yeah, we're learning things. It could so, be a common all law adults. situation, but yes. Yeah, not? Um, I think so. Yeah, we've been together for like over six years. Is that a real thing in I America? I think you can, you can vote not together, really. or you can... That's a thing in Canada. Do. I think if you're together for over five, you're common law. You're I think s- it's 10 here. Is it 10? 10. You're in a significant relationship yeah. on a long-term Patriots scale. Mm. How did you do it? How did you decide uh, on the Browns? Um, you know, I was starting a brand new show, and I had really only covered the other kind of football in my career, soccer, and I had just gotten back from Russia uh, covering the World Cup, where I almost died. Story for another time. Um, Try to steal a bottle of Jack Daniels. Uh, no, I didn't. No, I'm not from you. From Moscow. Uh, I wasn't suffering a heartbreak in Moscow. Um, <laughs> and uh, when I got back, I got this new show, and it was all about American football, and I really just kind of wanted to dive in. Grew up in Canada. My house always had hockey on it, in on in it, in whatever. No, um, <laughs> and uh, that was the, the year that the Browns were on Hard Knocks. And I just fell in love uh. with Hugh Jackson. And Baker was such a character on that show. And I, lo- I, like, I was like, this team has a beer fridge that's locked because they've just not won in forever. And they're going to unlock it and give everyone beer when they win. Like, that sounds right up my alley. Um, wow. So that was ground. So that was coming off 0 and 16. It, they, 
that's what he said. They were, it was a tic tac pain. They were still yeah. pretty right. bad right, right. that first year. So it was exciting that Baker came the back in. Started. I did. Yes, I chose them. I was like, okay, I'm all in. This is such a fun team with lots of personalities. If Baker leaves, um, gonna have to find somebody else to fall in love with. Uh, but and then they just had such a fun year. Terod Taylor goes down. Baker comes in. They win. The beer fridges get unlocked. Uh, the rest of the year was like touch and go. Year two was not very good. You Last got, year was like, so fun. A solid yeah. seven or eight games of Greg Williams as the head coach. People yeah. tend to forget that. That was exciting. He's yeah. pretty good. But um, so, so that's interesting. So you've kind of you've felt the pain. It's been a nice little sample the last three or four so. years for the Browns. So oh, you didn't have to deal with 0-16, but you have dealt with some, you know, bad times as well. Um, yeah. The Freddie Kitchens era, for example. Yes. Um, all right. So that's interesting. And Gre- uh, Mark, do you have anything to add to that? To add, I mean, I, I, again, I'm just, I'm proud of the choice that you made. And Thanks, the Kitchens year would have been maybe enough for you to be like, people might not even remember that I picked the Browns. I could get off this and get on something Did more you ever, th- how about that? It's a good, that's Stuck a good follow that. up there. Did you No, because I, that? I don't know why. I just really like the underdog mentality. I just have always cheered for team like the Patriots. I'm, I've never been a big fan of them because they've always been so bad now that they're, or they've always been so good now that they're, you know, going through what they're going through. I'm kind of like, okay, maybe I'm going to deal with this team. I think but- also Browns fandom needed um, some new blood, honestly, because it's like, it's a little, it's a bit of a tired thing where it's like, I've been rooting them for them for decades. It's been such a hard road. It's like, dude, we're tired of hearing about you and your issues as someone that vicariously lives through other athletes. Like, settle down on that. So I isn't that your whole brand? Well, my brand is not <laughs> like the, the building doesn't want my brand at this point. So it's, it's oh, fine. But I think there is here now. no, there is new blood in this situation. I, I you know, I, I'm, I'm all on board. It's wonderful. That's great. Yeah, chipping Thanks away, for me. chipping away. Browns fans have been very welcoming and nice. Right. Nice group. It's, it, it's exciting so. that they have like a, a quarterback that's on every commercial and stuff. It's pretty different. And the commercials are great. I don't know if that was like some kind of backhanded thing. No, it really oh, wasn't. It was. They're it good. My, well, it wasn't. Well, it wasn't the not. Alice Cooper one? I'm not even kidding. When that commercial came on, <laughs> on the other three members of my family all got excited and was like, it's a new one. It's a new one. Like, gather around. They were so it excited was for the new one. Unbelievable. But they didn't, you know, their kids and did not understand any Alice Cooper jokes. So that sort it's of. It's good to see Coop again. It's been a while. Now that it I, but I still appreciated that he was on. So, this is how I did it, by the way. I actually, I did some, like... You made notes. I did some notes. I tried to figure... I took it seriously in, in terms of how, if I were to pick a team from scratch, how would I actually do it? And my past as a fan informs my future decision here, because I'll start right here. I am not picking a team that doesn't have stable ownership, okay? I am not going to pick a team mm. that... Um, makes bad decisions and it's cyclical. Uh, so I'm not doing that. Okay. Because one thing that stands out, a lot of the successful organizations have that solid base. Um, so I, that is a, that is a category. And I also want to look at the roster and I want to look uh, at the fan base and the stadium and that vibe of it all. And I want to, okay, so he took this seriously. And I, I want this I type very seriously. Factoring in the region. It's for the rest of your life. In you which they take play. That's true. And also, Ground floor. For your kids. I call it gra- ground floor pop. So I don't want to get on a bandwagon. I want to get like where you got on with the Browns is a nice little spot. That's good ground floor pop. So you get in early before their success and then you can kind of enjoy it mm-hmm. as well. So I broke down and then I had a, a full 12 out of the 32 uh, teams eliminated outright for various issues connected to my own past. So that's how I did it. And then I did come down with two. So that's how I did it. Uh, how about you, Greg? How did you figure it out? 
I, I did not. Really take- hard for you because you truly do love 27 teams. <laughs> I, I just thought uh, get in with the coach and quarterback right now. That life is short. And um, who knows if you're going to make it to the next coach and quarterback. Who, know, who knows what's at least lock in the next 10 years if you can um, with the quarterback and go from there, which leads you to certain teams that do not have good ownership. So you had to just, like look look at these teams that have a quarterback mm-hmm. uh, yet don't have a history of success or ownership. And in a perfect world, you, you don't want a team that everyone you don't want the Packers. You know, you don't you don't no. want the Patriots. You don't want even the Bears, like with that sort of tradition. You want something a little left field. I would be willing to bet um, my rental house that uh, I could pick Greg. Yeah, bet you could. Does, I mean, but I will great. not. But it's one of two teams. It was really right. just one of two. Okay. And are you going to pick one too? Rachel, I don't. I don't know. It just pretend. Let me go last. Let me go last. Right. Pretend I might pick something. Pretend like of you were starting think. over. This Browns thing had yeah. never happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought. I thought about it this morning. So. I'll, I'll start it out. So let me just tell you. So as I kind of set it up for you, like my categories, uh, but these are the disqualified teams. So this is coming from a Jet fan that's starting from scratch and is thinking about the boys. OK, so disqualified everyone in the AFC. East. I'm, I'm legitimately angry. The Patriots, <laughs> the Bills, the Dolphins, obviously the Jets. They're all out. Okay. It's just it's too close. It's I'm, it I'm done. Wouldn't be right. Um the uh, New York angle. So the Giants are out. I can't jump from the Jets to the Giants. That'd be a disgrace. You already like the Giants anyway. So. I kind of like them, but they wouldn't be my favorite team. That's not allowed. And, and my son's being Giants fans, and that's weird. Um, the Browns. And I just have next to it MS because Mark Sessler would not be about it. And I, I can't imagine. Imagine doing a podcast where the Browns win the AFC Championship, and I'm like crowing about how exciting this is yeah. as a fan. Mark's head would explode. It's for Mark's head. That's I why think our listeners problem. would revolt. It would just be far too uh, single top. I mean, um, yeah, we couldn't have more Browns content. I uh, eliminated the Dallas Cowboys because huh. I'm a Yankees fan, and everyone huh. hates Yankees Cowboys fans. No. Yes, can't do it. Correct. Won't do it. So I eliminate that. And then my old pain rankings come. I don't want it. I've already been involved with the pain rankings team, the Jets. So I am not getting in bed with anyone that is cursed or otherwise has a sad past. So that eliminates the Chargers. The Vikings, the Browns again, the Falcons, the Bears, and the Bengals. Mm. Right. So then, okay. So Can I ask you one here? question? Yes, go where, ahead. Where exactly are you from? I'm from the uh, suburbs of New York. Okay. That's it. That's yeah. all I want to know. Okay. So, uh, now, next. Fun fan base, stadium pop. I like that. The Dallas, Seattle, Chargers, Rams, Cleveland, Vegas, KC, New Orleans. And of that group... Chargers and KC came out of it. I like those. I like Ooh. those two teams. Because the, the re- most of those teams have been eliminated due to yes. your other stipulations. Well, the Chargers yeah. were eliminated too. Right. So they're out. Okay. Ground floor pop, which is, you know, <laughs> you don't need it, but I'd like to be it. Okay. Cincinnati eliminated because their pain rankings. Chargers eliminated pain rankings. I threw the Jaguars in here because of Trevor well, Lawrence and the, knowing that Urban's going to get fired oh, probably in the next 18 months. No one could kill you for jumping on that right, that's right. A good now. now that's yeah, a good you would get a lot of respect, I right. think, out of that. Dark um, times. All right. And then regional plus, it'd be good if it was a team around here. Uh, so Rams, Chargers, Raiders. Okay, so now we got the Raiders for a fun fan-based stadium pop and also regional pop. Okay, it's a quick, uh, it's about hmm. 300 miles from here. Um, Chargers eliminated. Generational QB, young superstar. Okay, that's the other category. I don't know if I mentioned that. Casey, Green Bay, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Baltimore, Chargers, Dallas, Tampa Bay, Arizona, Seattle. Okay. All factored in. Joey B. 
Stable ownership, Pittsburgh, New England, KC, Dallas, Giants, Green Bay. And when I looked at all the circles around who checked what boxes, the Chargers checked the most boxes, but it's a tortured uh, franchise. I can't get in bed with a tortured franchise. So what was left was, and I feel like right now where this team is, it's it doesn't uh, it doesn't hurt. It won't be seen or frowned upon as much because people are kind of out right now. The Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, yeah. that's disappointing. Wait, that's your that's who you're picking. That's I mean, that's the opposite really? of ground floor, though. No respect. You're at the top yeah. shelf. Yeah. It's like one of the best three-year runs, you know, non-Patriots. Right, which of is any why in the last thirty years. Which is why I um, I feel more comfortable with it because maybe the best has already happened. Maybe maybe this is going forward. But I know I still, even if they rebuild and things are going trending down, I know with that quarterback, they're going to be okay. They're going to be a fun watch going forward. I know I'd love to go Arrowhead. I, I know it won't clash with anybody. I know that factors in as well. I don't want to have an awkward situation. This, this is a Jets fan that's desperate to just put like a Band-Aid over a, a bullet hole, I think. Just, I, maybe I, I just, just want need, happiness for my I just Band-Aid. need something good in my life. And I know the Chiefs aren't maybe what the Chiefs are. I mean, you're picking it, up the Packers in like 2012, basically. And the Packers were a team that I thought about as well. And But then I thought about what Tony said in uh, S1E1. Good to be in something from the ground floor. <laughs> oh my I came God. too late for that. I know. But lately, I'm getting the feeling that I came in at the end. The best is over. So think about that. That's uh, your pa- mindset. I, Packers. I oh, go that to Lambeau Field poem. every year. Uh, this great fan base, stable front office. Uh, the great quarterback still there, but he's almost forty. And Brett Favre was there before. What are the chances they get another great quarterback? Uh, Tony S one. Are you Sopranos E-1. fan? I am. I, I am. like you guys. Notice how Tony, by the way, that's uh, season one Tony, James Gandolfini, totally different accent. Sounds yeah. different. Yeah. Oh, sure. Totally different accent. Anyway, so Chiefs, I know it's not sexy or fun. The Raiders are the other one I was thinking about, uh, but Chiefs were the pick for me. Wow. Raiders would have been that fun. You got to question the process if it lands on... Um... A question your process. I mean, you you said ground floor. I didn't it... say that was a category you need to check the box Okay. On. I didn't say it was an because yeah guy. they have they have you know the guy who's put up the best three years of any quarterback I would argue in the history of the sport to start his career and you say you're kind of like picking them on a down cycle I mean what they're three and four on the way to like eleven and you know their down year is going to be eleven and six <laughs> you know winning a couple of playoff games maybe I don't know it's 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 a time of adversity I think that it shows some courage you've jumped in during Rages. a rough like patch. Yes. Um, you know, there's conviction on your side, and I, I you didn't get courage. too cute. Hall of Fame coach, Hall I wouldn't of Fame the Chiefs, Hall of courage. Fame quarterback. They had a bad weekend, right? Uh, some well, Andy alliances. is not a uh, a long term solution there. So I, I'm again, I'm looking at the next forty years. I'm not looking just at the next five years. But with Mahomes, I know he's there and he's signed up. He'll be there another. I mean, 10, Andy's years. like you know five or six years younger than Bill Belichick right now. And he was also he's in the around. hospital a couple weeks ago. Oh. I, you know, let's let's. I don't know if he's the coach in ten years. Put it that way. Anyway, that's me, Chiefs. Everybody's like, "Oh, what a bad pick!" I don't care. You, you're gonna I get, you're gonna get a lot of 
Well, your the face that you made when he that was it. Yeah, you don't mind way more telling. That was way more telling. Thank you. All right, get Mark. What is uh, Greg going to pick? Just said yeah, he, he's right. Oh, it's too it's, obvious. I think it's um it's the Chargers, and I'll give you my quick bullet points oh. because a um you can bring your kids to Chargers games. I think that matters to you. Greg yeah. is one of the better dads I know on the planet. He's that fine. that I do mean. I'm not saying that as a, some sort of political <laughs> statement. Um, some <laughs> sort sec- of political statement. Secondly, I think that um it would it would appeal hard core to your employer, which matters to Greg. Um, and Justin Herbert Company and Brandon man. Staley are, are both ground well, that's floor. that's the main thing. Likeable. Well, I don't know. If wow. Justin well, Herbert is not ground floor at this point, but you you know, it's also apparently uh, in theory a father figure to, to Rachel or not. Like, like from- <laughs> Justin Herbert is yeah. my daddy. <laughs> Greg, am I? Have I- you've, you've nailed it. Okay. I mean, Justin Herbert's 23. I loved him watching him as a rookie, so I'm starting there. And then you get the Brandon Staley weekly, like, wise thing is that he says at his awesome. press conference He's that great. everyone tweets out and it's like everyone's got to listen to this 90 seconds from Brandon Staley talking about what really matters. This time it's yeah. 120. And, and I like that. I like that. I like I want that to be yeah. my By coach. the way, it's become like I think some people have likened him to Ted Lasso and it's the same thing like with Ted, Ted Lasso. It's like stop telling me to watch Ted Lasso. I'm not going to watch Ted Lasso. Same. Like I'm not going to watch this this Brandon Staley clip. I'm sure it's inspirational. As Mark would say, have a nice day. He he he's fun, but those are those are the two guys that matter. Now the fact that their ownership, you know, we got to be somewhat careful here. Especially um, you has company has, man has struggled. <laughs> I mean, they're only here in, in a Jets like situation be where they're the little pick, buddy. They're the little brother, and the Rams are the big brother. It's the ultimately the Rams stadium, and they're kind of here, and they they jumped along board. They've they've had a lot of problems over the years. It's in the f- same family. They don't have the same um, they don't have the same maybe cash that that everyone. Does, I'm googling so. right now Chargers Stadium lease details. Do you, think about your <gasps> kids here. Think about what the. Didn't you just bring do. your boy to a Rams game? Doesn't he love Bobby Trees? He does like Robert Woods. Uh, when it comes to the kids, I know that I'm not going to be able to make my kids like any team. Uh, maybe that's where money was coming from. Like. I can certainly help push them in a certain direction. They're into the Celtics. Like they kind of like, but ultimately I, I think if I push them hard in one direction, uh, you don't push. they're not going to go. go. They they're going to like against father. They're going to like who spicy house Rams and chargers. <laughs> they're going to like who they're going to like. Yeah. Um, Ellis is already Rams for life. And, and I'm good with that. I'm not a Rams fan in particular, but I like that. Um, but the whole, yeah, they're local and Herbert and Staley. I thought about Cincinnati. I mean, the, the other one's the Bengals. Mm-hmm. That to me is the other obvious choice because of obvious. The, yeah, those you know, are the two. And you, I know there's exciting. something, and you're getting in on the ground Dude, floor, and there's yeah. something special with well, Joe slow Burrow. Down here, slow down here, because there's something special with Joe. And Burrow. And you know what? I like it because you're thinking of Wes, and you're thinking of Western Ohio, and everything. But it give me something to talk about with the Wesleyan remember, brothers. Remember you know. why Chris quit the Bengals? Right, his ownership. Do you remember this? It's the same owner, and as hot as things are right now for Cincinnati, it's the same guy. It's the same organization. Be very careful. And the char- it's funny to me that it's a, you're saying the Chargers or the Bengals, two teams that are, have a very rough history. It's very. But dangerous there's part business. of me also. I'm jumping in. I am myself in this from the Patriots that You're I with house money. Basically. I kind of want yeah. something that's a challenge and that if they do win it, it will Fixer be a fun to. Yeah, because I want to you want to be at the Chargers game and it's like the the road team takes over the stadium, yeah. but you're trying to defend it. And you're like, mm-hmm. you know, you're the underdog, even when you're at home. There's something I hear I like this from. Um, and I, I love I, Philip Rivers. I hear this too, from other so Patriots fans that I know out <laughs> east that are like, I kind of like the idea of going through a tough time as a fan. It's really novel. 
for like a fortnight for about 14, 16 days. Well, and you're like, this just sucks. They had one seven and a nine. They're like, everything must go. We must start <laughs> over. We must be champions again. Well, but Greg, who are I you like Chargers for on Sunday then? Chargers or Pats? I mean, I am a Pats fan. Yeah, right. I don't think that you're – like the good thing about picking other teams, and I love watching the Chargers and different teams depending on the years, you, you never have that same – high and you never have that same low because I think in sports you get out what you put in it's like it's like if you don't watch a baseball team all year and you jump in for the playoffs like it's fun to watch that but you're not going to get the highs or the lows because you didn't really put in the time the lows make the highs feel so much better absolutely so no matter what team you pick I don't think you're going to get it in the same gut like torture that you got from the team that you had as a kid Mm -hmm. no matter what makes you think of the old uh Parcells quote he used when he retired, maybe for the 14th time. He decided he had to walk away when the losing hurt more than the winning felt good. Um, well, and also when he paid off his do. divorce. That's but sad. Um, yeah. Let me get that tattoo. All right, Mark. Do you. <laughs> he said, yeah, I have no defense mechanism for losing. I'm doing the Wahlberg and fear tattoo across my chest, just using a pen <laughs> with the ink. Losing. All right, Mark. How well, are you so do this, here's the thing, because like, not to you know bring up my sad uh, Browns fandom, oh, but the minute go. the minute I jump ship, like they're gonna go fourteen and t- fourteen and three, and you would uh, never. You don't even want to have this hypothetical to your question. Credit. Like Wes would try <laughs> to too- convince you to jump ship sometimes, and you would be so against. But I, I will play. Like, I will play. I'm not gonna just Bengals not fan. do it. Like Straight I'll play up. the game. I can't do that. But I'm gonna use something that we've used in the past, and it's our. Um, Pick an NFL team wheel. What's the name for this device? Our wheel like, of generator. Destiny. Oh, yeah, wheel of de- wheel of te- team generator. Wheel of Destiny. Erica is going to film it because I don't want you coming up with some sort of <laughs> yeah, yeah. answer Erica's back there. That's fault. Oh, she's it picking computer. it from behind the glass. Picking yeah. it on my computer. Yeah. Mark oh, wants something. We don't trust he her. wants something yeah. for social. Don't stick me with social. the jets. We don't trust Mark her. always okay. working on that brand Well, what do you mean quietly. stick you with the jets? If I got Christy <laughs> over my shoulder to watch. That's why. That's why it feels hitting record. Oh, I'm nervous. Why am I nervous? Drag wheel, okay. I hope it's like the oh, or something. That's like a county fair. I feel like it's working right. Oh god. <laughs> oh, <gasps> the Indianapolis Colts. Whoa. <laughs> okay. It was okay. so close to the Lions. It wow. was so close to the Lions. You know what? I think that's uh, like the most I think that's a good one. Could have landed on. I could be fun. I, I think I that's good. Totally I'm, like, inspired. Dan was saying he wanted to get like something <laughs> after. after they, they've had their great moments, and they're well after their peak. So yeah. now I you're kind of getting in at a nice Sunday spot. night. Is yeah. if you were in a room with 32 people, yeah. and they were NFL teams, like the Colts would not catch my eye across the well, room. Well, they're going to be in hard knocks. Ouch. Oh, that's yeah. Maybe we we're going to see a whole different side to that. Yeah. Hard knocks like this has never that's been filmed. Not, that's not canonical uh, hard knocks. I, right, it's a right. mid-season. It's a mid-season. You got Frank Reich, you got, you've canonical. got kind of a you've got ownership, which is you know very active and yeah. a little uh, left of center sometimes. You've got a, a quarterback who sometimes forgets to pull his mask up or down, so there's whoa. like a danger element. Oh, if, oh, if the oh, undrafted quarterback <gasps> gets in there, that's good. I mean, this is going to be the best hour of television we've ever seen. Drag me to the games. Drag me to the television. I'll I'll give it a try. I mean, try. we've been in Lucas Oil Stadium. That's a nice building. Great, good, good fan base. Really good. I fan mean, base. I'm glad the two of you are so excited about it. Well, like, you made this decision to spin the wheel, bro. It's not my team. Well, you're right. The Colts are your team. <laughs> I'm paying for it. All right, Rachel. Now that you've had the opportunity to see the process, yes. the process, yes. Uh, how are you going to do this? What are you going to do? Okay, I think that I'm just going to go from history. I've 
I'm going to go with Greg. I've been to two Chargers games this year, once against the Cowboys, and then when they, um, when Justin Herbert became my father. Uh, and I just think it's a really kind of like what you said. You you show up and it's like half Chargers fans and half Browns fans, and they're on the other side of the country. And you're like, where are all these people? That stadium belongs to the Rams. I think over the next few years, you're going to see, you know, all they have to do is be good. And I think that they can be good. And then all of a sudden, all these people are going to start jumping on this bandwagon and all of a sudden it's going to be really exciting. So get in now. Get in the ground floor. Mm. Plus, Plus like synergy. I know I'm saying in the AFC, whatever. You know, I guess move the sticks and money are their announcers. That's a problem. I was going to say there's not a lot of like media pop. Like Mm. if you cared about even covering the team or doing little fun things, like when you go to a Chargers practice, it's like a small market team. Like the Jaguars have more people covering them than the Chargers. So it's an opportunity for you to maybe just have to throw the Greg scenario. Yeah. I'm worried about you guys. It starts at the top. Bolts up, bolts up, bolts up, bolts down. But some some like fun up and down drama where, you know, they kind of waste a lot of Justin Herbert, but maybe he does it in the end, unlike Rivers. Like that would be satisfying. His skin is clearing up. Hop on board, guys. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting a Chargers podcast with the two of you. Derwin James. Yeah, that's (laughs) true. Do that. All right. Bolts up. Before we get to TNF, let's take a break. All right. There we go. We figured out our teams. Uh, So that's something. I'm Dan's mad at the reaction he got for the Chiefs. Well, it was a bad pick. Like, why it would was, I yeah, be mad? Was, I know it was kind of, kind of lame. I'm like, not. Pi- I mean, the idea, the whole idea is a, you know, it's a flawed premise because I, I already picked the team. It was the Jets. I'm never gonna pick another team. I mean, I would. So there's no way for me Wait, to like talk myself into. Now the segment doesn't work. It. The segment now has a flawed out. premise. This is yeah. The, you well, just broke the fourth this. wall. Yeah, I tried to share that. Um, but I try. I was trying I'm, to be I'm a good sport about. I'm angry. It. I didn't. I don't know how to be passionate about picking another mm. team. I got. For I was the boys. born into For it. Yeah. Will you? You know, usher the boys into this. The boys new... aren't born into it, and it is like, a different time of like. I think kids picking teams. A lot of them jump around or they pick players. I, I think this is. You cover football, so your kids have been. No, no. Literally I'm saying all of his friends. Team. Yeah, but I, that, they this is they LA. they watch fantasy exactly. But that's where we live. Like. L.A. kids a lot of times pick and choose, and I've talked with a lot of parents who aren't you don't just live here. I've talked with a lot of kids who like <laughs> kids are into red zone and fantasy. That's what they're into, so it makes it a little different. I think if you live in a city, I'm a basketball fan, and the Toronto Raptors winning the championship a few years ago, I was sobbing in my chair. There was no better feeling than rooting for like country pride, city pride. If your kids live in L.A., they should choose a L.A. I would team. hope they choose a team and actually fall in love with the team. Because I yeah. do think I hope so to too. that point, the payoff is there. And that's why I can never, although I talk about it, I can never leave the Jets because I've invested so much, or the Browns with Mark. You invest so much that to get out at any point after all I'm, the suffering and miss uh, the idea that glory could ever happen. I mean, that. It's also, you know, if you want to grow as a person, it may be the worst investment I've ever made in anything in, t- in my entire life. Do you at some point say, but we're getting back into why we did the segment, which you don't right. approve of the segment, so we're uh, done. We'll stop. You don't approve of the segment, and you absolutely did the most homework. <laughs> I did. I, I, I tried so hard to, you I took it seriously. You did it good. Out of all you did it, good. You did I it well. I feel it. You're free, you're free to work. pick the, right. yeah. the yeah. It's a passionless Good process, card. bad pick. Yes, I went through it, and I guess I'm a Chiefs fan in another world, but that's never going to happen, so... It's over, Johnny. All right, let's get to it. Thursday night football. What a matchup. Even though it's not on NFL Network, as Greg was quick to point out. But 
It is. You can also watch it. Oh, so now it is on NFL Network. Is Colleen Wolf prominently involved in the pre- Of course. She should be. She had a great jacket on last week. So it's great. My it, point is we have the the game. ones that are our only games, and they give us the dogs. But I, well, do you do you watch when it's on the dial, when you're watching it? Are you watching NFL Network or do you watch Absolutely NFL, NFL Network. Got to support the company, plus got to check out company what new on game day the promo time. they're showing this week. Oh, yeah. You know? That's, that's an important thing as well. So let us now get into the game. Packers. <laughs> okay. Cardinals, undefeated. Oh. We have a problem, though, and it's an annoying one. It's Devontae Adams has COVID, <sighs> and he's probably not playing. And I, I, he's not alone. Alan Lazard. Okay, so you talk yourself, okay, that stinks that Devontae is out because he's such a big part of the offense. Well, maybe Alan Lazard will step up, something I think I said on another format on this network earlier today. Well, he's not either because he's got COVID, too, I think. Um, so a compromised version, Rachel, of the Packers will head to Arizona to face the undefeated Cardinals. Uh, maybe they shocked the world, but now I'm starting to feel like this is a playing into the Cardinals' hands very nicely. I think that this game was going to be difficult for the Packers in the first place before we had this mm-hmm. COVID news because the Cardinals are a rolling right now. But <laughs> I do think... Is this how you always talk? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that there's a chance that this is like weirdly sneaky close. It could just be a weird game. Uh, Maybe one of my favorite things about working at NFL Network is you can send an email at any damn time of the day to LA researchers and they respond in two seconds. And I said, hey, I want to know how Aaron Rodgers does in primetime this morning. Mm -hmm. And they sent me a side-by-side Rodgers and Kyler Murray. Aaron Rodgers has just played so many more games. Obviously, he's played way longer than Kyler Murray. He's played so many more games on this level than Kyler Murray. I think he's only had four primetime games. I just feel like his experience in this space and with this team, I don't know. I just have have a feeling that this could be closer than, what are the cards, a six-point favorite? I think this could be close. I like that thought because Aaron Rodgers, he is – a tremendous competitor, as we know. And the idea that he's going to go into this game with everyone talking about how the, the Packers are shorthanded yeah. could play right into him having like a ridiculous performance. Uh, so, I mean, even though you wish they were at full strength, it doesn't mean that they don't have a chance because Aaron Rodgers is prominently involved and he's a bad man. He loves a chip on his shoulder. Right. Thursday nights are totally wacky. We're coming off a Thursday night where Team A was missing all sorts of parts and throttled Team B, but Team B was the Broncos. That's different than facing Arizona. Arizona's defense has been putting heat on quarterbacks, destroyed Baker Mayfield two weeks ago, made Davis Mills look like a nightmare last week. And I look at the Packers, they don't have Joe Barry either, defensive coordinator. I kind of think that COVID's been bad for some of these coaches because um, you'll see this over and over. Coach is out, that person's uh, territory that they coach improves or has a better game than you'd think. I mean, (laughs) both head coaches that have been out, their teams rocked the house. Double COVID banging. Right, but maybe yeah. that's good for Joe Barry and this Packers defense that finally had their red zone issues figured out last week. They also gave up 95 yards on the ground to Taylor Heineke. And Greg, you pointed out on Sunday that like Kyler Murray on the ground just hasn't really been a thing this year. But if it needs to be, maybe this is a nice defense to do it against. I just wonder how you slow Arizona with all their weapons because they haven't need to run them. I, I think Jair Alexander being gone has really changed the Packers defense and they might get Kevin King back for this game, but even then, you're you're throwing out Razul Douglas, who you pick up, who's played pretty well for them, but 
Arizona just tests the depths of your secondary, and I think they were going to have big-time problems, Green Bay, that is, on defense in this game anyways. Like, Rodgers last week, it, it he overcame the offensive line not playing that well. Mm-hmm. Bakhtiari might return. That would be absolutely massive for them. But they're going up against this defense who – is balling. Like Chandler Jones might come back for this game. There was a stat that I think the only three players, you know, to force tur- three different turnovers as pass rushers are Watt, Chandler Jones, and Marcus Golden. Marcus Golden has maybe been the best guy on their front week to week of their entire team, which is crazy. They're pretty good on the back end, and they only have to make a couple of plays against Green Bay. So I I don't know. I'm thinking of taking the Packers, I mean the Cardinals, even to cover that set, that six points. Do you know and I mentioned this. I did. I failed to mention this on Sunday that the Cardinals, thirty-one to five over Houston, was a scoregami win. You did. Oh, and, you did. And scoregami winners are six hundred and three. The following week, mm. they have won six hundred games and lost three times. Scoregami winners the following week. Am I supposed to know what scoregami? Scoregami is a score that, that has some never people occurred. Are interested by. It's no, it's a real thing that you know thinking fans are intrigued yeah. by. It is uh, it's a score that has never happened never in NFL before? history. Okay, isn't that isn't that so thrilling? My mind is blown. Okay, well it's not for everyone. I didn't like the way Green Bay looked <laughs> by like the way it. against Washington. I, I they were outgamed. That's what they've been like all they, year though. I they know, end up winning by two touchdowns and they, and they don't look great doing it. And now, but what happens when you're playing an elite team like this? So I I I don't want to lock up the Cardinals, but. Uh, I think oh. I feel very good about you're the Cardinals. You're getting close to where you can't because when Devontae Adams went out, the spread. Did it jump up? It, it makes sense. Yeah, you're getting close. Yeah, you're, no, I won't. Like, I'll stay off this, but I like the Cardinals, but I'd like the Bonetta theory that, you know, Aaron Rodgers. He, he knows what everyone's saying. Aaron Rodgers. There is like maybe something to the idea of this is like this is a veteran team that's won a lot of games and. You know, sometimes you need a big game to get your juices flowing. Maybe uh, noon against Washington football team and Taylor Heineke isn't doing it Not for doing you, it. but mm-hmm. Thursday night with the world against you. The only thing that I can compare it to, I was once upon a time an athlete, played mm-hmm. varsity oh. volleyball in college. Not bad. And uh, we were terrible. We were really bad. And uh, the best game that we played was against the best college in our region. And it was every other game that we played was just against other crappy teams, and we all sucked. Mm. And we really stepped up for that one. Did so your personal performance peak? How many in digs that, in that showdown? Um, I made some spikes. Made some spikes, some digs. Made some bumps at spikes. I um, we can't check that. We I, I covered no, some. No, I covered some volleyball for the Journal News in Westchester County. Sorry. I covered some swimming and diving. Uh, just oh yeah, many events, Mark. That I had no idea what was happening. Uh, boys lacrosse uh, had never seen lacrosse game. Oh, yeah. They sent me to cover like the county <laughs> quarterfinals. And I was like, oh, he shot it fast in in the thing, the net thing. And I'm sure the the coverage whenever you this is the secret. If you're if you're a youthful uh, sports writer and they have you on crappy beats. Oh, here we go. Listen OK, up. this is very important. And uh, this especially saved me in the uh, state diving uh, competition <laughs> where it was like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Just find the kid that's. Uh, the best in your county. This is if you're covering states or sections. And then uh, ask him about his family and just turn it into a human interest story. Don't don't even try to write with knowledge of the sport. Just right. like he won the – he did the double flip to win it. Uh, but it's not just about winning this competition. It's winning for his dead grandmother. Well, you, And then you get into it and you dig you really into that. Yeah, you move into territory in. that no one can uh, critique because you've done right. something nice. Uh, yeah. The first thing I ever announced on Mike was a four-hour-long – um, women's gymnastics meet 
which outside Stuffy. of watching oh, yeah. like the Olympics mm-hmm. for about 12 minutes every four years. Tuffy. Yeah. And I, I did something which was wise. There was an injured um, gymnast yes. named Christine Leferati that I just yes. sat down <laughs> next to me and said, just give me some during breaks. Yes. You know, it'd be like lines like, Ow. that girl just did something very special with that piece of equipment. But you're like, you need more <laughs> ways to describe what's happening. But she's, oh, yeah. she's a story. It's been right. so hard to watch, but also to see my teammates thrive has been special in its own way. There's mm. a lead. Yeah. That's then you're every, into like hour three of interviewing her and people are yeah. just like, turn the channel. If we're every on this young channel. sportscaster should take an improv class because that's how you... Hmm. Truth. Like All right. Good, good preview. I do want to throw in one other random thing I heard from Cliff Kingsbury at, at, during the press conference okay. after the game, which is that they asked him some question like making light of like, oh, did it really pay off that you... You know, we're watching uh, the opponent ahead, you know, during the game or something. Oh, yeah, like, remember yeah, that that whole yep. story? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm right. working so hard. And they asked him so que- some question, and he alluded to the fact that he had been spending, he doubled down, spending much of this last week already working on Green Bay. He was literally looking past Houston. Like, he was saying, I did that work, so now, then I was ahead on, I was on to Green Bay last week. They've been, they've got this game. Uh, it's pretty circle. bragging. Well, he's clearly Yeah, I feel like Cliff would, like, it's, even if that were I know. true, he'd yeah. Wait, because of course you there's one thing to actually do that, and there's another thing to go out of your way to tell the reporter that yeah. you're doing that. That's, then, that's then on brand. But would, you know I what? I keep that I'm, to myself until I won the Super Bowl. I'm buying it, and uh, you gave me this idea, but I'm going to run with it. I'm going to lock up this Cardinals team. All right. I like I like uh, the chance well, to you, do that. Well, you are three and four, so right. I'm out of it for the season. Uh, <laughs> anyways. Time seems like a uh, nice move. Um, Rachel, you've said it all. I mean, you've come in here and you've, You've established yourself uh, on the podcast, and uh, you we, also we said lead, I'm, I'm a leader in the industry. Industry leader, industry leader, adult amongst woman. adult women, but not just women, humans. Wow, adult, lots of achievements. Like right, like shoot up there with a with a bullet. As thank they you say. guys so much. Um, thank you. You want to get a plug in on anything? <laughs> That's the best way to ask for. It. Um, host a show on Fridays, like that kind of plug. Yeah, sure. Uh, anything with Greg. What time is it on? Five Pacific. That's the one. It, they they show it. They show it on Sunday mornings too. People seem to. They see show it, it on Saturdays. Than. They show it on it's Sunday a dynamic mornings. Dynamic plug. I'm on the Sunday morning it's show. Great. That's it's been fun. fun. You know, you pick games. So you do that show. You pick the spread. I do the Sunday morning show. I've got a pretty nice Halloween costume planned. Oh, that's cool. What's what's uh, Eisen like on the show? Uh, lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Nice Everyone's you honestly. Any razzing? I keep on saying no. Everyone's. Uh, there were games happening on this hazing? past Sunday's episode. Were there not? Uh, yes, that was quite terrifying, actually. <laughs> uh, I beat Michael Irvin in a um, egg race. That's an achievement of mine. Hmm. Add that to the resume. Well, um, you should you should know that in uh, I've been at this company since 2010. You've had more FaceTime with Michael Irvin than I have. So you're <laughs> off to a great start here. Well, I am a leader in the industry. <laughs> really, we like to have people on and to work out our own like insecurities. Oh, Listen, yeah. we can sure. do a therapy session whenever. That's you guys not want. an insecurity. That's, That's why we've done 1,200 <laughs> episodes. I mean, there's just a lot to yeah. get to. On All right. Front. Yes, Rachel Bonetta. She's the best. Thank We're so happy to have me. her. Follow her on Twitter, Rachel Bonetta, and uh, that plug is dynamic. And we'll be back on <laughs> Thursday night. Greggy, you will be on the TNF recap with, I think, Claybon. But you asked him in the newsroom, and he didn't seem too hot about it, but you kind of put him on the spot, so he said yes. Get ready, listeners. I don't, I don't think so. That's he, not a fair... I don't He I had think to think so. about what he was doing that night. It is a big ask, you know, so you know, someone has to take some time out of That's their night. Just, Mark, you should know, there was a little bit like, ooh, how do I play this uh, from a social standing? And then Claybon said, I'll do it. So a little good. trepidation. I understand. What do you mean? All right. He's gonna. You know exactly what I'm saying. I th- I think he's a straight 
Shooter, though. If he didn't want to do it, he would tell me so. Yeah. You know? Ricky, did you have anything you wanted to add before we say goodbye? Um, No, I mean... I, on Split Ends this morning, Colleen and I had a celebrity astrologer from the <gasps> Drew Barrymore show on, and we looked at some of the matchups for Halloween weekend, mm-hmm. and after that conversation, which is dropping soon, I'm leaning towards the Cardinals winning this game, you guys. <laughs> wow. And I'm going to lock it up, too. She must really- Oh, no, Greg. Oh, Ooh, you, got, you got the old Tamposi curse attached yep. to you now. It's happened like three or four straight weeks. I feel like it's been a... Can I say one thing about Ricky Hollywood? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Playing her in fantasy this week, and I was really excited because it's the first year in my life that I've done well at fantasy. Yep. And I'm, I'm trying to, like, egg her on in the chat, and she's not answering. So I message her, and I'm like, hey, I'm trying to have some fun. Yeah, make, sure. Trying to make some friends here. Sure. <laughs> this is what she said to me last night. Oh, God. 7.53, timestamp. You suck at fantasy. Is your team a vacuum cleaner? Because it sucks. <laughs> I remember my first fantasy league. Are you single? Because you can't even score. Oh. oh, that's her being nice. I beat her 130 to 90 points, and I didn't even – I was missing a wide receiver. Oh, Ricky. <laughs> so here's what – yeah. Why are you bad at true. so many things? No, I'm so good at so many things, Dan. <laughs> no, but this is a league. Shout out to, to Cynthia Freeland, love her to death. But she texts me maybe like a couple hours before and was like, hey, like we're trying to get teams filled. Just join. And I was like, all right, whatever. I was on a hike, and then I'm driving down Laurel Canyon Boulevard uh-huh. drafting my team, and I totally forgot about it. And then – I didn't even know you were messaging me on the app until wow. you had. Oh, so can we pull it together? Right? Yeah, it was bad. It's bad. Also, the the league name is Lombardi Louboutins. <laughs> it's too bad. It's <laughs> so. Just, it's. I blocked that out. I blocked right. that part out. But I'm but a good win. It. You know, I'm a fair sport. And uh, hey, thanks, pal. Oh, yeah, we yeah, yeah we know that. Um, all right, good stuff. <laughs> we'll be back. Uh, yes, Thursday night recap, and of say. course the the uh, Saturday and uh, around the NFL broadcast on the old network. We're doing huge numbers. Big numbers. So that's, uh, that's something to be excited about and proud of. And then the Sunday night flagship program, of course. Thank you. Thank you to Rachel. Thanks, guys. Thank you to Greg. Thank you to Mark. Thank you to the Kansas City Chiefs, my new favorite yeah. team. Nailed it. Courageous. Until Thursday. Heed the call. <laughs>